Hello everyone, my name is Amy and I'm a girl on a mission to become the best version of myself in every aspect of my life and hopefully inspire a few of you to do the same. This podcast will be full of real, raw and honest moments on my journey to loving myself and creating my dream life. So whether you are looking to grow with me or just want to join us on this journey, welcome to Girl on a Mission. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl on a Mission podcast. I'm feeling really excited to record this episode today because I'm actually coming to you live from quote unquote Freedom Day in Victoria. It's the first day the lockdown ending and so many exciting things to come. The weather is really beautiful this morning. The vibes are just really high. Um, I went down to the shops and I saw this line of like 20 people waiting in line to get their hair done at the barber shop. And I was like, it's just nice to see people doing really normal, simple things. And I just loved it. So I'm feeling those high vibes and I'm hoping that I can translate that into an incredible podcast episode for you guys today. Um, And it's going to be all about dealing with social anxiety as we move back into normal life. So although I am so excited and really happy that lockdown is ending, I'm also dealing with a lot of other emotions at the same time. I'm dealing with the emotions of fear, um, of like... What if I'm not as good at my job as I used to be? Like, what if I have trouble? I actually had a nightmare about going back to work last night and I rarely have nightmares. And essentially just everything that could go wrong went wrong and I got in trouble and I wasn't behaving the way I normally would at work. Just all these things. And I woke up feeling so stressed and obviously it's been on my mind so much that now it's translating into my sleep life and I'm not getting good sleep because of it. Um, I'm also feeling really anxious to see people again and specifically, I guess people I don't know really well. I'm so fine with my friends. I feel ridiculously comfortable with everybody that I hold within my inner circle. But when it comes to people outside of that circle, my social anxiety goes rampant. I get really nervous when I run into someone that I kind of know, but I don't know how well I know them. It's like, Do I say hi? Do I not say hi? What if I remember them and they don't remember me and my ego gets bruised? And so I'm really nervous for all those interactions again. Like, how do I handle that? Like, that's so weird. I'm also feeling sad, like really sad that lockdown is ending, which I know you might be like, what? Why are you sad? But there's so many really beautiful things that I have loved during lockdown. I mean, in particular, right now, I'm looking at my beautiful girl Willow sleeping And she is my dog, for anyone who doesn't know. And I normally don't get to spend that much time with her because I work six days a week. I leave the house at about nine in the morning and sometimes I don't get home until eight or nine p.m. at night. And then I'm usually getting ready for bed and going to bed. And I have been so, so, so deeply thankful for all the time I've gotten to spend with her. I spend all day, every day with her. I take her for a massive hour-long walk every day. I play with her all the time. I just get to cuddle her all the time. And that one-on-one connection that I love so deeply, I'm really sad to be saying goodbye to that, to be only seeing her for a couple hours a day. Like this past week when I've been working um, a couple days, it's been really sad, like being out of the house for four hours at a time and not seeing her, which I know sounds like really dramatic, but like she means so much to me. 
Like genuinely, she is one of the most important things in my life. And to not be able to see her every day is kind of making me a bit sad. And I'm also just sad to lose all the things that I've been loving in lockdown, like going for long hour long walks with friends and Willow, like having time to just go sit out in the sun like I did the other day. I went out and sat in the sun for like three hours because I could. I had nothing else on that day. It wasn't going to stop me from going to work or doing anything like that. And I'm going to miss that real freedom of my schedule like not wanting to do something one day, so just doing it another day, because I got time. I got so much time. But in saying that, I am also genuinely really excited and really thankful to be going back to work, to be able to go out in public and go to restaurants and just do all the things that I have been so deeply missing. So I want to talk to you today about a few of the things that I'm going to be implementing in my life as I move out of lockdown to help curb the social anxiety, to help me feel like I'm not leaving lockdown in the past and forgetting everything that it's taught me, and to just make sure I'm honoring myself and really looking after myself as I move into going back to life and not overworking myself, not burning out, not feeling exhausted. I just want to really stay in this high vibe state and make sure I enjoy everything to the fullest. Okay, my first tip of something that I'm going to be implementing, and I think you should too, this is such an important one, it is say no. Set boundaries with people and just say no. If you're not feeling up to it, if you're really, really tired and you cannot lend yourself to doing another thing, just say no. That could be at work. Maybe your work keeps asking you to pick up extra shifts because they're so busy and you feel obligated to. Say no. If you're too tired, if you've already worked five days this week and you're absolutely exhausted and you just need some time to hang out with your friends because you've not got to see them in so long, say no. Or if your friends are like, let's go out tonight, tomorrow, the night after that, the night after that, the night after that, and they just want to do all these things, don't be afraid to say, you know what, guys, I would really love to see you, but I know that I just need to take a little time for me and rest because I'm getting a bit overwhelmed with how much I'm doing at the moment. And that's okay to say no to your friends. I know it's like really hard because you're like, but I haven't seen them in so long. So I just want to see them as much as I can. And maybe you want to hang out with all your different friendship groups. And you're like, how am I going to fit them all in? I know that's something I'm dealing with at the moment is I have so many different friendship groups that I am like, I need to find time to fit them all in. But you don't have to do that all in the first week or two weeks. You can slowly move into it. And each time you see your friends, it doesn't have to be a big night out on the town or a really long interaction. You can just simply say, hey, do you want to come over today? I'm going to make myself some dinner and probably watch TV and I'd love to have your company because we're allowed to have people at our houses now. And that's such an easy interaction because it's something that you're already going to do, cook dinner, watch TV, but now you've got that company and you're getting that human interaction and you get to be with someone whose time you value. I know for me, I love having movie nights with one of my friends, Brianna, and they are the perfect thing for me when I'm feeling exhausted because I probably would still watch TV if I didn't go out. But this way I get to do it with someone else and I get to talk to them about the movie and I have fun and I bounce off her energy and it's just so much more of an enjoyable experience than staying home on my own and watching movies and it just makes me feel so happy. So 
don't be afraid to say no to hanging out with friends or maybe ask to hang out in a different way. Say, oh, that's not really how I feel like interacting with you at the moment. Maybe we could do it this way because that way suits me more at this time. And don't be scared if your friends say, no, actually, I don't want to do that. I'd rather go do this. Like say, they say, I don't want to have a movie night. I want to go out and have drinks on the town because I haven't done it for so long. Say, oh, that's totally fine. I completely get where you're coming from, but that's not something that is aligning with my values right now. So I can't do that with you this week, but maybe I can do it with you next week. Give them that option. Also, if you are thinking that you don't want to go out, something that I'm trying to make sure that I'm doing as well is think about how you will feel if you go out. Because often with my social anxiety, when that's going really crazy, I won't want to go see my friends, even though I actually do want to see them. It's more the social aspect of it and my anxiety that's kind of taking over and making me feel like, no, I don't know if I want to go, but then I'll go. And I'll have the best time ever and be like, it was just my social anxiety telling me no. And I needed to think about how I would feel after hanging out with them. So if there's a plan that you're feeling a bit like you're dreading it, think about it and go, okay, how will I feel after this interaction? Am I actually genuinely really tired, exhausted, and I need to say no because I need a break and I need to recharge my social battery? Or... Will I feel great? Will I enjoy their company? Will they fill my cup? And I need to try and push past this little bit of anxiety that I'm feeling and just trust that I know once I'm there with the people that I love, that I will be feeling better. So kind of think about that. How will you feel afterwards? And decide whether or not you do want to set that boundary for reasons that you need to recharge or whether you're letting your social anxiety stop you from doing the things that you love. Another thing I'm going to implement is when I am out and I'm not feeling the best, like maybe I'm getting a bit overwhelmed, I'm going to just excuse myself and take a moment to ground myself. So this might be in the instance of if I'm going out for drinks with friends and say we go to like a really popular local restaurant and I keep running into people I went to high school with or all these people I know through different avenues and I'm getting a bit overwhelmed. I will just simply say, excuse me, I've just got to run to the bathroom and I'm probably going to go to the bathroom and I'm going to sit there and I'm just going to take some time to ground myself. This may be through just a little bit of deep breathing, might do almost meditation style. So just taking some breaths. I might remind myself um, a few things through mantra, like you are okay, you can do this, like really affirming to myself that I am able to handle these social interactions again, like that it's not too much for me. I might also just like have a moment through prayer. Um, I love Gabriella Bernstein's book, The Universe Has Your Back. Um, And she often talks about whenever she gets overwhelmed, she'll just go take a moment, do some meditation and have a prayer. I'm not religious in the sense I believe in God, but I am very spiritual. So my prayer is more to the universe. So if you're not religious, but you want to kind of have that same kind of ritual as me, I'm just going to be having a prayer to the universe and just like taking a moment, which might just sound something like, I thank you universe for giving me the guidance and strength I need to handle this social interaction. Like it can seriously be something as simple as that, short and to the point, trusting and having certainty that you are able to go out, hang out with your friends and not get overwhelmed and not get stressed. Another thing you can do if you're really feeling like out of body 
is kind of um, use the earth to ground yourself. This one's going to be a bit more hippie child vibes, but um, walking bare feet on grass or dirt or anything like that um, is scientifically proven to ground you because it connects you to the earth and you kind of connect to the earth's vibrational frequency, which just naturally brings you back down to earth and grounds you in the present moment. So if you're feeling like really high stressed and like you're really out of your body, just go and connect to the earth. Um, I know that's kind of hard if you're wearing like runners and it might look a bit weird to some people, but if you're wearing like heels or sandals, you can just quickly slip your feet off, have a little moment and then get back to it. Or another thing where this one's even hippier is you can just um, put the palms of your hand onto a tree and just hold the tree and take some breaths. Um, once again, if you're embarrassed, don't do that. But I am not embarrassed at all to do that. I do it all the time and Jamie makes fun of me a lot, but I don't care because it really, really grounds me and it gives me such a great feeling after I do it. So that's more of like a hippie way of doing it. But you can just go to the bathroom and also take some deep breaths and remind yourself that you are capable of doing these interactions again. Just give yourself that confidence, that boost you need. I also think it's really important to think about what makes you anxious when you are out in that situation. Like say if it was like at the bar, like I was just talking about, why do you get anxious? Is it because you often overdrink due to your social anxiety? That was a big anxiety trigger for me was when I was out with people and I'd feel anxious, I would drink way too much. And then I would feel even more anxious the next day when I thought back to how I was behaving because it wasn't like myself because I was so intoxicated. So for me, something I'm being really conscious of these days is that I don't need to drink heaps of alcohol to be around people. That's old Amy. Old Amy would unintentionally overdrink and feel really anxious about the way she behaved. New Amy knows that drinking is just something that I enjoy doing with my friends on occasion. I don't need to drink too much. I just like to personally drink until I get like buzzed. Like I'm just saying things a little bit easier. I'm a bit more confident, a bit more fun. But I don't need to go to the point of being crazy, silly, doesn't know what she's doing. Because for me personally, that is not an enjoyable experience. And that is what brings me a lot of social anxiety. So I know that that's something that I will avoid. I won't overdrink, especially around people I don't know very well. Also, if you're feeling anxious about catching up with people and maybe specifically big groups of people, then just ease into things really, really slowly. You can catch up with like one really, really good friend for that one-on-one -on -one human connection. And if you're really feeling overwhelmed about being out in public again, just get that person to come to your house. For some of us, we might not have seen friends for like months and months if we don't have anyone in our like kilometer range that we've had. So just let one person come to your house, have that human interaction with someone you trust and you feel comfortable with, and it'll give you a bit of more confidence to go, okay, next time I'm going to hang out with two people. And then once I do that, I'll hang out with three people and then four people. And then maybe once I've handled that, I'll go to a restaurant with just one person, but I'll be at a restaurant with people I don't know and I'll see how I'm feeling then. Because you just want to understand where is your limit? What is going to make you feel worse and what are the steps you can take to stop that from happening to build up to that social interaction without it being really terrifying and overwhelming um, and also like if you're struggling when you're out with your friends or maybe even your friends keep making plans and you keep saying no because you're really feeling anxious about the idea of even going out 
talk to your friends, tell them, say, I'm just feeling really nervous. This is overwhelming for me. I haven't done this in so long. And maybe they can help you. And maybe even just them being aware of how you're feeling will help them in the way that they behave around you. Like, for example, if you didn't tell them, maybe you you went out and they were like calling out your name to everyone saying, oh, you know, like Amy's here, da, da, da. And they're just being silly and goofy. But that was making you feel really anxious. But they didn't know that. Whereas if you had have told them, then maybe they would know, like, keep things low key. Like, don't draw too much attention to her. Like, that's not what she wants at the moment. She wants just, like, really chill vibes and just to be in your presence and not have a crazy night because that's going to overwhelm her. Opening that channel of communication with your friends is really going to help you because essentially they're the people that are going to be guiding you through these situations. And you want to make sure that they are aware of what is going to make you feel comfortable and not feel comfortable because otherwise they just won't know. No one's a mind reader. Communicate. That's the key. My other thing that I'm going to try to be doing is making sure to still incorporate things I've loved from lockdown. I don't want to lose all the good stuff. Like I was saying, I'm almost sad to leave it behind. So the way I'm going to help myself in that regard is I'm going to keep a lot of the things from lockdown. I'm going to try to keep going on walks with friends. Maybe it's just one walk a week on like a Sunday because that day I'm not working and I have time to go for an hour long walk. Or maybe it's even like before work some days, every third week or something. It doesn't have to be a weekly occurrence if I don't have time because I don't want to overdo it on myself. But it is something that I would still like to make sure is really prevalent in my life because I really thoroughly enjoy it exercising and talking and just having a really relaxed hangout like that with my friends is really important to me. Another thing I don't want to stop doing is spending lots of time with Willow. So I think maybe on Sunday mornings, because I don't work, I might try and have some cuddles with her and just sit on the couch and hope that she'll want to cuddle me and she's not angry at me. Because funnily enough, last time I went into lockdown and came out of it in those like funny short little lockdowns we're having, She was loving having me home all the time and she got really used to it. And then the week that I went back to work, she was so salty with me. Like she didn't want to look at me. She didn't want to hang out with me. She was like, absolutely go away from me. I can't believe you've done this. Why are you leaving me all day, every day? This is ridiculous. So hopefully she won't behave that way again. (laughs) Um, That would be really, really, really great. (laughs) And so for you, like the key to keeping all the things from lockdown is to one, Decide on what you want to keep doing and why. Like identify the changes that improved your life and that will help you want to keep it. So for example, if you felt like going for walks really helped your mental health and it also helped your physical health, then that is your why and that is what will make you keep doing it even though you are able to go out to restaurants and able to do other things instead. If you think about why you enjoyed it and the impact it had on your life in lockdown, then it'll help you keep doing it. And just constantly remind yourself that it's worth making the effort to keep those things up. It's worth it because you know the benefit it made on your life. Even for me, another thing I want to keep doing is reading a lot. Um, I found it so easy to read in lockdown a lot of time because I had so much time. And if I felt myself getting bored, I'd go, let me pick up my book because... I have nothing else to do, but it's been even really hard for me the past two weeks getting that new lockdown job that I've been delivery driving for. 
I have barely read in these past two weeks just because I haven't had as much time where I'm like, oh, I'm bored and I've just got time. And it just naturally slipped away. And so yesterday I had to remind myself like, okay, why did I enjoy reading? One, I love learning new things. I love feeling like I have the tools to help me further develop myself in life. And it makes me feel really empowered. And two, I also love learning new words and making my vocabulary bigger. That's something that's always been really important to me. And by reading, it helps with that. And it also helps with my dyslexia. Um, it helps me see the way words are actually meant to be spelt because I have really, really tremendous trouble spelling. And it's something that actually can make me feel quite insecure because people can be quite nasty about spelling mistakes and they act like you're an idiot if you can't spell words correctly or use grammar correctly. And so by reading, it helps me see the words and how they're meant to be spelt and how grammar is supposed to be used correctly. And it makes me feel a little bit more comfortable in my spelling and grammar ability. So that's my why. And when I'm really busy during the week at work, that's what's going to make me want to grab my book and put it into my backpack. So when I go to work and I have that hour long break between classes, I'm going to pull out my book and I'm going to read it. Whereas if I don't think about why I like reading, I'll be like, oh yeah, I liked reading because it was easy and I had time and I won't keep doing it after lockdown because I don't know why I did, what benefits it brought to my life. Also, just be prepared. So you're more likely to make healthy choices if you're being prepared and you're more likely to obviously make unhealthy choices if you're unprepared or disorganized. For example, like if you worked a normal job where you had to wear like really formal wear and you wanted to go for a walk on your work break, if you don't take runners, that's the perfect excuse for you not to go on that walk. Whereas if you pack runners in your backpack or whatever bag you take, then they're there. And that's another reason for you to actually go on that walk and get up and do it. Or even if you really liked that you had more time to cook healthy meals at home and you were enjoying eating this healthy way instead of always getting, you know, Uber Eats for lunch and takeaway, then plan your week's meals on a Sunday and sit down and figure out what you want to have, go to the shops, buy it, cook it. It's all ready to go by being prepared and taking your lunch with you, there's going to be that thing in the back of your mind when you want to get Uber Eats that goes, yes, but you have lunch today. Just choose the healthy option. Another one is like moving out of lockdown. It's really important to avoid thinking in like modes. Like you have your lockdown mode versus your post lockdown mode. Separating those mindsets like this can make it really hard to maintain good habits so try not to think of terms like, oh, back then in lockdown and now out of lockdown. Just think like, this is my new way of life. The new person that I have created goes for walks all the time, eats healthy, reads books, spends time with her dog. Think about life in that way. Like, this is just who I am, not who I was in lockdown. And now I'm back to my old version of myself. Keep moving forward. Keep progressing. Don't think about it like that. Also, if you are feeling anxious about anything, just remember that you're not alone in this. So many other people will be feeling the exact same way as you. Anxiety is actually the most common mental health disorder in Australia. And on average, one in four people will experience anxiety in some time in their life. So don't think that you're the only person that is probably stressed about going back to work or going back to social occasions. Everyone is feeling some sort of way about this and 
it's okay to feel that way. Don't feel guilty. I know for a while I was feeling guilty. I was like, why am I feeling sad about leaving lockdown behind? I feel guilty. I should be thankful to be going back to work, thankful to be able to see my friends. But it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to have gotten accustomed and used to this way of life and to be nervous and sad and scared to go into a new way of life. It's just important to, you know, reframe that mindset and go, no, this doesn't have to be a completely new, different way of living. I can take the best bits of lockdown and the best bits of my life at work before, and I can mesh them together to create a new, even more incredible life for myself. Don't let yourself get stuck in the old past of it's either this way or it's that way. It's not black and white. It comes in shades of color. So make sure, remind yourself of that daily. I'd like to share something that I even did in this past week that I was really, really proud of. I'm kind of practicing what I'm preaching because I know sometimes I probably come on here and it sounds like I'm preaching a lot, but I do practice a lot of things I talk about. These are all just the things I'm learning and it's hard to implement them, but I'm doing it. The other day I got on this mic and I tried to record this exact episode and I just couldn't. I was so tired and exhausted and I'd had a coffee and I tried to pump myself up. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw the video of me dancing, trying to get like up to a high vibe and I got there, but I just was so tired that I was stumbling over my words. I felt like I wasn't making any sense and I wasn't getting the message across that I wanted to. I was listening back to it and I was like, this just isn't what I want to be talking about. This isn't what I want people to be listening to. And I just decided, obviously you're too tired. You need a break take some rest and I spent the afternoon just resting and recuperating. It was marvelous. Like it was amazing. But in the back of my mind, I was like, no, 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 you have to get a podcast episode out. You have to get it out. So like record it tomorrow. The next day came around and the weather was so beautiful. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to just go sit out in the sun for a couple hours and just relax. And I was like, you know what? You can, you can do that. You know, like if that's what's going to make you feel full and rich and happy right now, that is what you do. Then the next day came around and I was like, oh, I should record the episode tonight. But my family wanted to do like a hangout at the beach and like play games. And I knew how important it was to me to be able to do that with them before life got crazy. So I said, no, I'm going to go do that. And I'll be able to record the podcast when I'm ready, when I feel like it is going to slot into my life as a beneficiary thing. And, you know, obviously you can't do that with work. Sometimes work, it's like, no, I do need to do this and I have to get this done. But when it's something that you choose to do because you love it, make sure that it's fitting into your life. So that's kind of the same with like friends. If you were feeling really guilty because you told someone on Monday you'd catch up with them, but then you cancelled. And then you were like, let's do it on Tuesday. Let's do it on Tuesday. But then you felt like you didn't want to do that and something else was going to make you feel better and so on and so on. Kind of like I did with the podcast. Don't be afraid to just keep saying no. And, you know, obviously do apologize to that person because that is their time and, you know, they want to see you too. But make sure you make it really clear that I just am too exhausted. My friend Brianna had been doing that to me recently and I did not care at all I kept saying, well, let's go for a walk. Let's go do painting at the park. And she kept saying yes and then ended up being so exhausted from work because they were getting her to work so much. And she kept saying, I'm so sorry. And I was like, don't even stress. As your friend, I want what's best for you. I want you to be feeling energized and happy when you're around me. I don't want you to feel like you have to catch up with me because you said you would. That's not what I want as your friend. I want you to enjoy this experience as much as I will. 
So I hope I have given you some of my helpful little tips and insight into what I'm going to be doing as we move out of lockdown. I am very excited for it, like I said, but I also just want to make sure that I am truly honoring myself and making this an enjoyable experience every single day. Thank you so much for listening to today's short, sharp little episode. I cannot thank you enough for listening to this podcast. I do want to put a little note at the end of the podcast just saying that as I move back into work, I'm probably only going to be recording maybe every second week or third just because I am a very, very busy person. And I, like I said, I want to make sure this podcast slots into my life as a benefit, not as a chore because it is a passion project. It's a love project. It's not anything I make money off. So... I want to make sure that when I'm doing it, it's filling my cup, not draining me of energy. So um, the episodes might not be as regular anymore, but they definitely hopefully will still be coming. I don't want to let go of it like I did last time I went back to work. Keep an eye on the Instagram. It's at girlonamission underscore podcast um, for when episodes will be going live, because that's when I often post a lot of behind the scenes stuff, like the fact that I'm recording or uploading an episode or anything like that. Because I'd hate for you to miss out on episode. And don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and like us on Spotify. It helps me out so much. It gets the episodes out further into the internet atmosphere for more people to hear them and to build our little community. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Enjoy getting back into the life that we have been waiting for for so long. Don't forget that you are loved, you are incredible, and you are worthy. (laughs) 